What's up everybody? My name is Lavelle Hewitt and I am your host of Do It In The Dark, a podcast that focuses on introspection and accountability. How to pick yourself apart and put the pieces back together. So take this journey with me as we redefine who we are, how we got here, and move confidently toward the future. Do It In The Dark is an opinion-based podcast based on research, statistics, and my personal views. These comments are not represented by any political, religious, or government entities. The views expressed on this show are mine and mine alone. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Do It In The Dark. I am your host, Lavelle Hewitt, and you know what tonight is. You know what tonight is. I know you do. Listen, I've been promoting it all week. We are doing a series starting tonight on business and psychology. And I'm super excited to share this with everybody. I'm gonna be discussing and breaking down how you as a business owner can be successful if you understand your psychological makeup and apply it to being a business owner. Yeah. So those are two of the things I love. So I figured it would be good for me to tie those things in and give you guys some information regarding what I think made me successful in business was understanding how to use my psychological background. So for those who don't know, um, again, my name is Lavelle Hewitt. If this is your first time, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you're listening, Please put us in your playlist on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and wherever you can find your podcast. It is important that we um, take a look into ourselves. So the name of this show is Do It In The Dark, a podcast on introspection and accountability. But what I want you to make sure you understand is not only do we talk about business practices and ideas um, for startup companies, how to discipline yourself, what type of leader are you, how to build a team, how to find talent. Those things are important, but for me, I believe the number one aspect is identifying what is your what is your psychological strength. And if you can identify what your strength is, it makes you a better leader, makes you a better uh, decision maker and so tonight we're going to kick off a series we're going to kick off a series excuse me that is very very near to my heart ladies and gentlemen let's talk about business and psychology all right so i want to break down i want to do it this way we're going to break down business and then we're going to talk about certain principles of psychology and then I want to show you how the two can be um, successful and how you should be able to use the tools that we talk about in the next few minutes so textbook definition of the word business business can be defined as an organization or enterprise that is engaged in commercial industrial professional activities with the main aim at earning profits and achievements set for potential uh, excuse me for predetermined objectives goals 
and monies. Also, it involves production, sales, exchange of goods and services to satisfy the needs and wants of customers or clients. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the definition of business. Now, if you take that, I want you to always consider what is your primary definition for why you are starting your business. What's the main reason you decided to go into business, open a business, right? You have to have some type of formalized thought, vision, and objective in mind that will make you say, I think this was a good idea. So, pop quiz, talking about business. What is the oldest business in the United States? I'll wait, I'll give you 10 seconds. That's me doing the 10 seconds. Uh, the Shirley Plantation is the oldest company in America. It began operating almost 400 years ago in 1638, I believe. Shirley Plantation is the oldest family-owned business in the United States. And, of course, the activities on the plantation, it is the, um, you know, in terms of what they do, I believe it was a cotton plantation. Um, and it was recognized as a National Historic Landmark in 1970. We all know how this country got its start. Um, and what was the primary mode of business. But in order to be successful for yourself, you need to at least know the history of business. You need to know the history, right? So we just talked about what a business is. So now I want to talk to you a little bit about what is psychology. Psychology is the scientific study of behavior and mental processing. And forgive me for the, for the pauses, I'm, I'm really, um, I'm in my bag here. This is off the top of my head that I'll, I'll verify. But this is what I studied in school, so I love psychology. But definition of psychology is psychology is the scientific study of behavior and mental processing. Um... That also includes, you know, different topics, perception, cognition, thinking, motivation, um, personality, development, social behavior. I spend most of my time teaching and, count and consulting with companies that don't understand two of those primary aspects of psychology, social behavior, personality, and development. <laughs> Those three, I believe anybody would be able to utilize and, and assist themselves in business if you use those three areas. So again, development psychology, developmental psychology, social behavioral psychology, and personality personality study of personality okay so it's not personality psychology but it would be the study of personalities 
if you were to study those three things, it would teach you how people respond. It will tell you what people are interested in. And it will show you how people and businesses develop over time. So what is the definition of developmental psychology? Developmental psychology is the study of how people change and develop over a certain part of time. Certain period of time is showing you what happens. Social psychology is the study of how people interact with each other. It includes topics like social influence, group dynamic, interpersonal skills, and interpersonal relationships. Now, if you look at developmental psychology, social psychology, the last one, personality studies, I think is very important because it will help you to fully understand how to read someone's body language. And if you can read someone's body language, you can now understand why that person thinks the way they do. So all of this is about thinking and how you can predict the future or forecast the future. I don't want to say predict because this is science-based. Psychology is the study of behavior and mental processing. So you really want to try and forecast what people are going to do craft a response for what that means and replicate it if it works. And that's how you can comprise or bring together the aspects of psychology with your business. So, if you want to, you know, if you talk about how has psychology been important in business, think of it this way. Before someone is hired onto a job, now, most companies have in place personality tests. What they're doing is learning or gathering information about the psychology of that person that they're going to be hiring to work at their company. So this is nothing new. Psychology and business go hand in hand. But as a small business owner, it is your job to understand how to get the best out of your team, your product, and yourself. So first you gotta understand yourself. I utilize social psychology every day at work. So for those who don't know, this is not a full-time gig for me. I do this as a passion to help people kind of identify what would work for them um, in business. So my full-time you know, job, I own a hospice company. And with owning a hospice company, we take care of patients who have less than six months to live. Most of them are terminal. Some of them have life-limiting illness, right? And I'll be starting a podcast talking about what I do and, um, and also discussing the intricacies of hospice care. But this, is, this platform is mainly about business, right? 
the one benefit that I think that makes me a good leader is understanding my own psychological makeup. I know what type of leader I can choose to be because I understand people better. So let me give you an example. If we are in a meeting with the team and it is a tough subject that I have to broach, I know how to respectfully craft a statement, make sure it is something that conveys my points, is clear, and it is something that I wouldn't be offended by. Because just because you have to tackle tough topics, it does not mean that you get to be the dictator. And that's something I know I learned early on when I started working with IBM. So now as a, as a CEO of my own company, I ensure my partners understand my position and I listen for their position, right? before I say something that could be potentially hurtful or harmful to the partnership. Same thing with my teammates. The people who work for the company, I don't consider them employees of mine. They work for Autumn View Hospice. So yeah, we are all a part of the team. If I have to address them from a role of leadership, I will do so with a level of respect that I know I didn't offend anybody because I listened to it back to make sure I wouldn't be offended if I heard it. Now, that's still subjective and that's coming from my, you know, sensitive meter. But in a business situation, I know how to navigate those areas where I will be respectful, I will be to the point and as well as direct, but it won't come off curt hurtful or disrespectful so social psychology is something I believe is very important and what is again social psychology let me tell you in layman's terms what it is it is in essence how you respond react in the presence of other people or if not in the presence in the applied presence of other people and I'll give you an example of what that is. Social psychology dictates that the person you are in private, you are not the same person in front of other people. Unless you develop a certain level of confidence where you can understand not to change who you are in the presence of other people. That is the challenge of psychology, social psychology. So most people unconsciously or I don't say unconsciously but non-consciously or they present one way in private and have a total different demeanor posture in the presence of other people not saying that that's good or bad but it is an indicator to let you know that you are making a change because of the audience. And that is the main essence of social psychology. If you apply that to business, then yes, you will make changes in your demeanor, your attitude, depending on your audience, who you're speaking with, right? If it's a potential client 
or someone you're speaking with for the first time, you will not have the same comfort level or relaxed tone as someone that you have a personal relationship with or a coworker or teammate that you've been talking to and working with for quite some time. So the goal for us is to walk away where we understand how to present the most business savvy person depending on the audience. And that's really the goal. So if you are building your business, keep in mind as you start, the psychological benefits if you choose to study and understand certain aspects of social psychology and related to your job, related to your role as a leader, related to what makes the most sense for your company to make money. Building a brand is not hard, but learning to take on the different roles as you are building the brand makes all the difference. An episode to go in depth a little bit more by definition of what business and psychology looks like. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Do It In The Dark with Lavelle Hewitt. Please subscribe and follow us on all social media platforms. Until then, turn the lights off because the work begins in the dark.